Uh-oh. This is the worst. What's wrong? Did someone steal your rainbow? <laughs> somebody stole my patience. No! <laughs> that was a disaster. Vibes are on. It's Monday Motivation with Hannah B. Good morning, everyone, and happy Monday. This is Hannah B with the Monday Morning Motivation Podcast. I hope everyone is feeling nothing but positive vibes on this beautiful Monday morning. This week, I have an intelligent, hardworking, and beautiful young woman joining me, Alexandria Toy, an amazing teacher all around. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy teaching schedule to be a part of Monday Motivation with Hannah B, Alex. Oh, of course. Also, what a beautiful introduction. I'm honored. Girl, I got you for a beautiful human being. I must do that. (laughs) I am truly honored to have you on my podcast. You have been such an, um, I keep saying amazing because you are amazing, a wonderful friend and just a beautiful human being all around. So Alex, I must ask you, how does it feel to officially be a teacher? So it was a long time coming for me, or at least it kind of felt that way. I would consider myself more of a non-traditional student, just kind of with the way that I went about school and how my mindset of school was. And I am so relieved and happy to finally be a teacher. I, I love it. And I have been talking about it, I feel like, for so long. And to just finally be here and to just make the impact that I've always wanted to I it it feels amazing and also I highly recommend everyone just graduating college like maybe not the college part but just yeah finishing it it's like so relieving honestly it is definitely Alex I remember when we were at Elmhurst and I would pop out of my classes and I would see you and I'm like how are you doing I'm hanging in there, you know, I I got student teaching, I got this project, I'm like, oh my gosh, God bless you. God bless all the teachers out there because I could not do what you are doing. I mean, when I went to community college, I was going in with thinking I was going to be a teacher. And unfortunately that it, I, it just wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. But seriously, I give you so much credit for what you are doing. Now, what grade are you teaching? So I am a special education teacher. I teach students who have behavioral and emotional disabilities. And that means that our program is technically a self-contained program and class. So I teach grades kindergarten through third grade. Wow. Wow. Now, how was your first week of school? I know it was last week. Was it overwhelming? Was it, it, was it exciting for you? How were you feeling? So I have to be honest. I was feeling pretty not nervous about it up until the very last minute when everything kind of hit me and I was sitting in this room and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, But last week was good, and I have to say that the staff and the other teachers and the paraprofessionals who work directly with me really made me feel better because every teacher is nervous and excited for the first day of school. And it makes sense because they get new kids every year, and sometimes 
new admin and new staff just all together. And you really never know what the year is going to be like, especially with everything that's happened. Um, I know. In the past couple years. Yeah. So I feel like teachers really now understand that everything can be drastically different. Absolutely. But it definitely, it was a good week. It was a little weird and exciting and sporadic and also inspiring. And I'm really just ready for another week. Absolutely. And I think that one awesome thing that you have under your belt is you were a student teacher during the pandemic, correct? Yes, that is so, you know, that takes a lot of courage. And, you know, on those rough days of teaching this year, you have to remind yourself that you were able to get through all that e-learning. If you were able to get through that, you can conquer anything as a teacher and to have that under your belt as a student teacher, not even a full time teacher, but a student teacher, you were able to do that. You know, that's something that you should feel like, wow, I did that. You know, thank you. Thank you. Of course. Now, I always wanted to know, how did you feel the moment your students walked into your class? Was it were you like, oh, my gosh, this is real? Or how were you feeling the moment your first student walked in? So I think it's funny because first year teachers really should give themselves more credit than they do. And student teaching really there's nothing like it. And it really prepared me for what I'm doing now because it feels in nature to have these little people in your room. Um, And some of the staff that have been there for a while, or even the ones who haven't, we all have the same goal, right? To make these kids feel welcome and provide a great public education for each and every one of them. Right. So it's really a nice sense of community and I would say it probably hits you at the end of the day when you're like, whoa, okay, that was these kids' first day of school. Because by this time, I mean, <laughs> we've had so many first days of school no, right? throughout our whole lives. But it actually felt a lot more natural than I thought it would. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm so happy for you. Now, how are you planning on keeping your students motivated during this back-to-school season? I know for me, when I was a student, it was bittersweet. Like I was excited to go back to school, but I was always a student that was a nervous wreck. Like the first two weeks, just because I'm like, Oh my gosh, like the whole transition from, you know, being so chilled out the whole summer break now going back to school and having all this work to do. You know, I know your students are a bit younger, but how are you planning on keeping them motivated, you know, to stay in school, to um, feel excited to be in the classroom? Right. Well, I'm a pretty big believer in, as a teacher, there are moments where you need to kind of relinquish your power to your students and allow them to feel like they have control or autonomy over what they're learning. So I think first and foremost, it's important to make the kids feel like they have choice in what they're doing especially after a year, year and a half, almost two years now, (laughs) um, of them feeling like all of us feeling we don't really have a choice or a place to go or something to do. And I think that if the kids feel like there is this system where they can be honest with their teachers about things they do want to learn about and in the ways that they want to learn it, 
that keeps them motivated. And then obviously there are things that the students have to be taught, like for example, common core, those things need to get done and so forth. But for those things, I really just want to be able to make my lessons or my activities fun. And I want them to use all five of their senses and to really communicate in the best way for them that they can. And I just want them to feel like it's okay to not love school, but everyone is constantly learning and I want them to love learning. So whatever I can do, and I have the feedback right there. I mean, the kids just ask them like, well, you know, <laughs> what is it that you want to do? Cause at the end of the day, that's really what they want. And it doesn't, it actually doesn't really matter how old they are because they'll, they'll tell you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now is recess still a thing? Yes, it is still a thing. Okay. And some schools now are actually implementing more than one or a lot of movement breaks because it's just better for the brain to get moving in between subjects. I know my favorite class in school was lunch and recess because I was always a talker and a chatty one and you know that that's just how I was I mean in elementary school I was a little bit quiet but then you know I guess in high school there's not recess but you know you can go out to lunch but I just loved recess because I didn't have to think about I didn't really have to think about like math or science I was never a math or sciencey person but when I got older and I took you know speech classes and public speaking and interpersonal communication, that's more of my type of classes. So I think that, you know, no matter what you, you're very talented and a phenomenal teacher all around. I mean, I've seen all the hard work that you've done. And also I saw your pictures on Instagram of your classroom. How was that day decorating your classroom? So I (laughs) wish I could say I decorated for a day, but it was more like six days (laughs) really okay that would be me okay so what was day one like like how long what was the process right so it's really like you're given this blank canvas (laughs) and told you have to use the supplies that you already have (laughs) and you run with it so I as you know Hannah have been obsessed with dinosaurs my whole life yes and I wanted to find a way to implement that into my classroom because, well, one, I had all the supplies. And two, I mean, what elementary school student doesn't like dinosaurs? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I was actually able to use a lot of things I already had, and I was very grateful for that. And my family and friends have been very generous in this journey and have asked me several times, if I need anything, just let them know. And I pretty much gutted the classroom and made it look completely different because on day one, it was just a bunch of desks in in random places. And on day six, it was just completely different. And I, the reason being, I really didn't have to take that much time to do it, but I want the kids to enter a space where they feel comfortable and cozy and warm and exactly just they want to be there and at the very least they want to look at the things on the walls you know (laughs) exactly I know I was that student that you know if I wasn't paying attention I was like "Ooh, what's that 
you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. at least they can acknowledge the dinosaurs on the wall. <laughs> they need a sometimes, moment. Yeah. Sometimes when they come in, I'm like, welcome to Jurassic Park. But oh, that's so cute. I'm the only one laughing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a T-Rexcellent idea. <laughs> Gosh. Why am I laughing at my own jokes? <laughs> Actually, no, I think that was the sign on your door. Well, oh, you're, or what was it? The sign on your door. It's like teacher. So there's quite a few uh, bad puns all over the place. You know what? No, they're not bad puns. They're good puns. Um, but yes, I have one that says, you're looking T-Rexalin. <laughs> and then another one next to the giant paper volcano that says, make today dynamite. <laughs> oh, that's so cute okay that is really so, cute i really like that thanks. very clever very clever um oh my god that's so exciting and you know what i think that it's great that you took your time to decorate it because this that's i kind of feel the same way i work at an office at the illinois media school i'm an education administrative assistant and i decked out my side of the office you know i have bunch of pictures I have all my memorabilia of being a softball athlete all my memorabilia from the radio stations and flowers and just stuff to spruce it up and you know a lot of students come in and they're like it's just so homey in here like I love being in here because it just makes me feel like at home and comfortable to talk to you like you're an open person and I'm like well Well, that's my goal yeah and I think that it's important for teachers or anyone who works in a space like that to remember that if you don't love your space, it's going to show and you spend all your time there. So you should make it comforting for yourself first and then to whoever else is going to be there. Exactly. You, you basically spend more time at work than at home. I mean, some of these days, you know what I mean? Like it kind of feels that way. There's long days where I'm working and you know, when I get home and I literally come home, eat, take a shower and go to bed. And then the next day I'm back Mm -hmm. at work. So it is kind of like you spend more time there. So you want to make it home to you and home to your students, um, which I think is, is awesome all around. Now, is there any advice that you would give to parents that, you know, they're, maybe their students are just struggling with the transition of going back to school. And I know this is, I'm asking these questions because I think of myself as a little girl when I was in third right. grade. And I, I'm telling you, I was a nervous wreck. Like I used to cry when I went to school. I was like, oh, I'm no. nervous, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's okay. Like, you know, I was, I was nervous about test taking and I was nervous at like in third grade about these things. And it's because I genuinely cared about school. Now, what are what's the advice that you would give to parents that you know maybe their students are just struggling so I would say first and foremost it's important that we kind of look within and reflect on what might be making ourselves a little scared or nervous and then what looking at it from the kids perspective like what's making them feel a little nervous and how how can I best address that with them which again like just asking them <laughs> would be a good thing. But also just remembering that we really are now trying to focus on social emotional learning in the classroom and exactly. the school community as a whole. And that if your son or daughter cries, it's okay. There's no need to tell them that it's wrong or that it's right. It's it's a very natural human thing. And school is 
a big transition for even the teachers, especially after how crazy everything's been. And luckily, where I'm at, we are fully in person, which I know now most schools are. So that can be hard for, for example, like a kindergartner. I mean, maybe they've never been in school. So I think it's just important to allow your child to have those emotions for however long they may last, because it's just the way the human body is trying to understand what's happening. And then as teachers, we just have to do our best to support an environment that's able to let students be emotional. Absolutely. And I know for me, I had... I mean, I have so many, I still have my uh, fifth grade teacher. I hope she's listening. And she just sent me this beautiful direct message on Instagram. And she's like, I knew you would shine bright from the moment I met you. And she was my fifth grade teacher. And I get messages from my elementary school teachers, high school teachers, middle school teachers, and they've supported me all along my journey. You know, I'm 23 now. And my fifth grade teacher, how old are you in fifth grade? What are you like 10, 11? I don't even remember how old I was in fifth grade, but you know, they leave a, like a long positive impact on you. And I know Alex, that's what you are going to do for your students and you already oh, have. You. So thank teachers you. make huge impacts. And for me, I am so grateful for the support system that I received from my teachers because like I said, I was a nervous wreck all the time in school because I wanted to succeed. And my college professors, they were always there for me. They're like, okay, just do like, don't overwhelm yourself. Cause I always like to get things done like way in advance. And I'm like, right. okay, I need to get this done. Like this is due in like a month. I, I am not a procrastinator. I always had to get things done way in advance. And that's how I was ever since I was in like second grade. But that's just because, you know, I always want to make sure I do well. But um, I think that's great advice. Now, I just would love for you to give um, a piece of advice to a student during this back to school season. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a student? So really from K through 12 or maybe pre-K through 12, I would just tell a student, to do their best and that their best is and will always be enough because it shows that you're trying and there is no shame and failure. I mean, that's how everyone gets where they're supposed to be. Hannah, you and I have had our hiccups along the way. Absolutely. With life, I mean, and it's a part of the human condition to make mistakes. And as long as you're asking for help and trying your best, nobody is going to be upset with you. And if they are, that's wrong of them. (laughs) Um, And I will say another group of students I would like to answer this question for is college students. Yes. I have a lot of friends who (laughs) are still in college. My sister's in college. And shout out to Vic. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to Vic. I think that I would tell them the exact same thing. You know, you don't have to get straight A's. You don't have to go to every single class. It's okay to wait a day to do the homework. Yes. Yes. You're going, (laughs) you're going to make it through and you're going to be successful at whatever you do. And you're exactly, you're exactly where you need to be right now in life. Absolutely. It's, it's okay to take your time. 
listen to your body, listen to your heart, listen to your head, take your time, do what you need to do. And the right people are going to be there with you at the end. They always are. That's, that's always how it is. And college is meant for students to do things on their own time. Absolutely. That is an amazing piece of advice. And, um, to add on to that, I, you know, one thing that I always say is, you know, you are strong, you are worthy, you are loved, and you can most definitely achieve anything you set your mind to. And I, and I genuinely mean that anything you set your mind to, you can achieve. And it's important to listen to your body. And that's something that I learned throughout college. When you're tired, give your body a rest. Yeah. <laughs> when you're doing your homework, like I remember spending hours upon hours on my homework, I needed to take a break. You need to take those breaks for yourself, for your brain, and allow yourself that time for that self-care. Self-care is so incredibly important for all students, but especially college students, because you're put under a lot of pressure. When you're a freshman in college, you have to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I was so unsure. I was lost and confused until I finally found something that I'm passionate about. I finally found something that I wanted to do. I wasn't listening to other people telling me, hey, Hannah, you are a teacher. You need to be a teacher. No, you are a nurse. I didn't want to do those things. I'm like, that's just not what I want to do. I want to do something that's going to make me genuinely happy and follow your heart and follow your passion. And you are right. Those people that, oh, the people, there's find your group of people that are always going to be there to support you. And especially along the long, tough journey that you may have, but no matter what, like be you be true to yourself and keep on keeping on. And I think the advice that you gave is so, so, so important, especially for our college students, because life is tough in college. You're balancing working full time. Um, some of us, you know, there are different clubs and sports and, um, Greek life and, you know, trying to fit in with the group and, you know, dating and all that type of stuff, but be true to yourself. And I could talk about this all day just because I'm so passionate (laughs) about like helping people (laughs) and students and college and, you know, students of all ages. But Alex, I am just so grateful that we had this conversation for back to school season. It's so weird being out of college and just not going back to school. You know what I mean? I'm like, I kind of miss it. I really miss going back to school. Like I loved my major courses, you know, but I think about all your folders and stuff. Yes, getting all my (laughs) folders. I always had everything matchy matchy. My, my pink binder had like a floral, uh, folder and then I was so extra with that but I loved it I was a nerd when it came to that but honestly I think that it's important you know just for us to remind those students teachers and parents that back to school season is supposed to be a rewarding time you know it's time for a new year new journey new opportunities and just it's it's going to be a great year ahead no matter what exactly so Alex Thank you so very much for taking the time out of your very busy teaching schedule (laughs) to be a part of Monday Motivation with Hannah B. It was truly an honor to have you on. Well, thank you very much, Hannah. And I have to say, I am proud of the both of us for how far that we have come. Yes, definitely. I I think about us in college and our long nights of homework and seeing each other in, in the hallways, you know, after 
sleepless nights of studying and and we did it. So, and I hope this motivates other people out there just to know that you can achieve anything you set your mind to, no matter how hard life gets just just know that Alex and I were able to graduate college during a pandemic and um, we were I a lot of us lost our jobs but we got back on track and followed our path and followed our heart and followed our passion and here we are so Alex thank you so much everyone be sure to follow my good friend on Instagram <laughs> at alexandria.marie for some T-Rexcellent content and everyone (laughs) be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hannah B underscore on air and go like my Facebook page, Monday Motivation with Hannah B. As always, sending you nothing but positive vibes. Have a great week.